Hello, and welcome to the Knitting on the Run podcast. Today is Wednesday, October 17th, 2018, and this is episode 49. As always, it's knitting and running in 30 minutes or less. Thank you very much for those of you who are returning listeners. Welcome back. And if you are a new listener, welcome. I hope you enjoy the show. Segments this week include whips, pattern stocking, wearables, on the run, and out and about. And as you can probably hear by the sound quality, I am back indoors. It is no longer 80 degrees Fahrenheit outside. It is currently 55 degrees Fahrenheit outside, which is a bit more of our normal New England fall weather. So we're getting back down to to our chillier temperatures. Now, mind you, that's 55 is the high, which I know those of you down south are in Carolina, you know, the Carolinas, Texas, California, you guys are probably all going, oh my God, that's so cold. But you know, it's, it's, it's only October. Trust me, it gets worse, (laughs) but it's okay. We're, we're used to it. We deal with it every year. First up whips. Well, I'm working on the Dancing Dragon's Coat for Rhinebeck this weekend. Rhinebeck is coming up in just a couple of days. I'm very excited. As I mentioned last week, this is going to be a Rhinebeck vest instead of a Rhinebeck sweater because with a, my finger injury over the summer, I did not have time to knit the sleeves and I wasn't about to re-injure myself just to get two sleeves done in time for Rhinebeck. But I'm almost done. I have all the pieces for the main body of the sweater made. They are assembled and I am currently in the middle of picking up stitches around the bottom edge so that I can knit a little bottom border. I've already knit the collar. I need to weave in the ends. And I also, I'm probably going to do just a little something around the sleeves just to, you know, make them look a little bit nicer. Maybe just, you know, either knit like a row or two garter stitch or, you know, crochet a little something around the edge just to, to give it a finished look. You know, that, that shouldn't take any time at all. So I will, I will, you know, barring anything going completely wrong in the next 48 hours, I should be done by Friday night in time to wear it Saturday to ride back. And I am very excited because this sweater, it's going to be awesome. Oh yeah. If I do say so myself. Other whips, I have been working on Thing 2's Christmas socks. I picked those up again for the first time since August, I believe. So I started these when we were on our cruise to Bermuda back in you know, mid to late August or so. And I realized I hadn't touched them since. I hadn't actually even finished the first toe, and these are toe-up socks. So I have now just started turning the heel of the first sock. Luckily, you know, when you're knitting socks for a three-year-old, even a three-year-old with relatively large feet for someone his age, you fly through them. So these are going really, really quick. I'm also working on my mom's Christmas socks. She, uh, They do come up even though they you know, don't live around us. They live further south. They're, they're southerners now. They do come back and visit, usually either for Christmas or Thanksgiving. Sorry, you probably can hear my cat in the background. She's going a little crazy this afternoon while the other cat's asleep. But So my mom and dad tend to come back up to visit, either for Thanksgiving or Christmas. And, you know, when you live in Florida, a New England winter is cold. So she asked for a pair of nice warm socks, so I am knitting those. And both these socks are in Plymouth Yarns Diversity. Uh, Mums is in the, oh lord, what's it called? It's not deep sea. It is the, you know what? I'll put the colorways in the show notes because I don't have it right in front of me. And I know you sitting here going, um, 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 is, you know, great radio. So if you want the colorways, they are in the show notes and also on my project pages on Ravelry. Pattern stocking. 
So I asked last week if anybody had a recommendation for a gracial, especially something that would work with gray gradients, and I did hear from several people. Thank you. So I've come up with a list of five shawls I am considering making. I would love to hear your feedback. The first up is the Influence Shawl by Colleen Kinnersley. I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly. It's an off-center triangle. It's kind of thin. It's mostly garter stitch with an eyelet lace edging. The next up is the Tea House Brook Shawl. It's by Jennifer Lassonde, a.k.a. Boston Jen. And that's a, 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 a centered triangle shawl. With a stockinette stitch section in the in the beginning, you do like a triangle stockinette stitch, and then you work through several different textures to keep it interesting, as she phrases it. The third is the Curious Collective 2014 by Curious Handmade, aka Helen Stewart. And that is a half circle shawl where you alternate garter stitch and lace. The fourth I'm looking at is the Crossflower Shawl by Katinka Designs. And she just this past week released a new larger version designed for gradients. And it actually, if I'm going to do it in the fingering yarn I'm thinking of using, it'll be just the right amount of yarn too. So this one might work out. I'm kind of leaning towards this one, but I'm not sure. So this is garter stitch and lace columns, and it's a large off-center triangle. And the last one is the Illumined by Noom Teasdale, N-U-M Teasdale. And it is gorgeous lace pattern, and it will look absolutely stunning in any gradient. It just oh, to die for, but I'm not sure I have the brain power for it right now. So the two I'm kind of leaning towards at the moment are the Crossflower Shawl by Katinka Designs or the Tea House Brook Shawl by Jennifer Lassonde, even though I really love all five. So if any of you have any input or feedback or if you've made any of these shawls, I would love, love, love to hear from you. The other pattern I am stocking is the Find Your Fade, and I've mentioned this in the past, and you've probably heard about it. I mean, it's been, the, the fade um, trend has been going for years now, uh, and I've never knit a fade, either by Andrea Mowry or who originated it, or by any other designer, and many other de designers have jumped up on the bandwagon in the meantime. But with those the yarn that I dyed with my boys with our berries after our fridge died about a week or two ago now, I am definitely going to make a find your fade out of it. And this morning, my little guy, my little Sinai, I've got him trained well. He helped me skein up, or I should say, um, cake up the first hank of yarn. So it's the raspberries. It's the lightest pink shade that we made. And he's getting really good at manning the crank on my um, my ball winder. And I kind of hold the yarn to make sure it doesn't get knotted and tell him when to stop. And, and that's, you know, kind of guide him through the process. But he's getting really good. This turned out to be you know, well over 200 yards because I've got basically four and a quarter skeins, I guess you could say, if you're trying to put them in roughly the same size-ish measurements. I got about four and a quarter skeins of hand-knit cotton that we dyed up. And I know the total is just under a thousand yards. It was like 950, 960, somewhere in that range. So it's well over 200 yards. And he did the whole thing all by himself. I had, you know, slow him down once or twice when he got a little, things got a little knotted or and got caught on something. But, you know, considering he only just turned three a couple months ago, he is a great knitting assistant. Wearables. So it has been getting cooler. So I've worn a couple different things this week. So I did wear my mummy's tunic. It was the last warm day and I wore the sample. I know I shouldn't do, but it's just so comfy in the bamboo yarn. I knit that in a B-Sweet bamboo. I designed it for the B-Sweet bamboo yarn. 
And of course, I promptly spilled something down the front of it. You know, it's fine. I washed it. No problem. You know, I maybe I might have worn that shirt for a, a grand total of two hours that day. Still kicking myself, but this the sweater is fine. It's okay. There's no no permanent damage. But it's one of those things like, oh, I'm gonna look nice today. This is one of my nice shirts. I feel so pretty. Da da da. Probably spill something down the front. Thanks, life, putting me back in my place. I also wore my Changing Staircases shawl that I knit this past fall in the Fiber Ladies Musu bamboo yarn. And I'm really liking how this yarn is wearing. It's just so comfy to throw over you. It's so soft and it just, you know, it, it clings to your shirt just enough, but it's easy to rearrange. It doesn't cling too much. And I really like how this yarn is working in a wearable, you know, a functional way. I wore my linen butterflies sweater. Uh, this time I wore the three quarter length sleeve version. I've knit up a couple. I've got a, on hand, I've got a short sleeve version in gold and a three quarter length sleeve version in like an amethyst purple color. So I wore that purple one. And that's fun. I love a linen sweater. They just get, they do really get so much softer over time. The more you wear them, the more comfortable they get. And the last thing is I finally actually wore my addition by a subtraction shawl. And that was a mystery knit along pattern by Tristitual Designs. I was working on that last spring. I believe I finished it up in, yeah, I finished it in May because I entered it in my finished post for Stash Dash. And with all that silk yarn held double, I got a ton of yardage towards Stash Dash. It was perfect. And it was really nice to wear. It's very comfortable. It's a good size. It's big, but it's not crazy big. So I'm, I'm kind of new to the whole knitting shawls, wearing shawls for the longest time. I did not knit any shells, which if you know me, you know I'm always cold. And you know that it was probably a very stupid decision over the past 10 years or so. But I recently really got on board the shawl bandwagon and I really like it. It just, you know, they really do keep you so much warmer having that little layer around your neck. I am definitely a large fan of shawls now. On the run, well, we had a fun weekend last weekend. I ran a 5K. Woohoo! It was a fundraiser for Thing 1's school, and the whole family got involved. So Thing 2 ran the little kids tot trot, and that was maybe all of, you know, a couple hundred feet. Thing 1 and my husband ran the one miler together. Thing 1 is in his school's running club, so he's been training with them for the last several weeks for this race, and he was so proud. This was his first big boy race. They had a timing chip and everything. So I watched Thing 1 while he ran with Daddy, then after they got back, I handed the toddler off to daddy and I ran the 5k and it was great. It was my first 10k, sorry, first 5k in a good two years. I haven't run a race in ages. It feels like, sorry, the cat is just going a little bonkers in the background. Please don't mind her. It was a really cold weekend. Unfortunately, it was in the forties and it was rainy. It was really chilly. You know, I had over my running hat, I had an earband to keep my ears from freezing because before the race, my race, I was up there spectating for the other race. So we were all bundled up. But, you know, it was a couple parents who organized it and set the whole thing up. They did a great job. We had a wonderful time. And um, we're just so happy. It was a really fun experience to do as a whole family. Out and about. Well, first off, I will be at Rhinebeck on Saturday. Very excited. I will be taking the Webb's bus. So if you're on the bus, don't, don't, you know, feel free to say hello. If you see me at Rhinebeck, I'll be there with, you know, if you see a, a lady with brown shoulder length, curly, frizzy hair and a bright green vest <laughs> instead of a sweater, that's me. Come up and say hi. 
I actually have a new microphone. I'm going to be bringing it with me. I am hoping to record audio there. No promise because, you know, even if I do go ahead and record, I can't promise that the audio quality will be good enough to share, but I'm going to try. So keep your fingers crossed for that one. What am I looking for at Rhinebeck this year? I don't actually know. I'm hoping... Actually, let me take that back. I'm hoping to find a couple different things. I am looking for gray gradient yarn, obviously non-sheep because you know me, I'm allergic to sheep. So that one I know is going to be hard to find, but I have a backup. So if I can't find it, there's there's a caked yarn that I can buy at Webs that will give me exactly what I want. So I'm not too worried about that. I will be looking for fiber. There are several um, companies returning that sell non-sheep spinning fiber. So that's always fun to pick up some of that and maybe to try some new and different fibers. I'm looking to start spinning outside my comfort zone once the fall gets a little further along and craft fair season gets a little bit further along. I'm kind of in the middle of that right now. Then I'll have a little bit more time because I'm really looking forward to spinning again. It's really relaxing and I'm getting much better and I still want to spin a sweater for myself. So spinning fiber. And the last thing I'm going to be looking for is actually, I want to scope out some linen yarns because there are some linen yarns I really enjoy working with, but I always keep turning to the same ones. So I'm really looking to see if if some of the, the smaller companies have a linen or a linen blend that I can try working with instead of always turning to Blue A's Euroflax Sport, which is a great yarn. Don't get me wrong. I've designed it at least once I've made like three or four things out of it and I'm looking to design in it again. I, I really love that yarn, but it would be nice to have alternatives, especially maybe a blend with some different properties because linen is not the right yarn for everything, but it does add some really great characteristics when you blend it with other fibers. It's just a little harder to do in the mill level, so I'm told. So that's what I'm looking for. And then, of course, it's Rhinebeck. You just walk around and also see what really awesome stuff you can find because it's Rhinebeck. I will also be in Orleans, Cape Cod, Massachusetts on November 3rd. I'm going to be at the Nosset Middle School. They're having a craft fair there and I will be a vendor. So if you happen to be in Cape Cod in early November, stop by and say hi. I'm looking forward to it. I've never vended this craft fair before, but I heard about it from some friends and some family and they suggested I applied and I was accepted as a vendor. So that should be a lot of fun. I really do enjoy working at these craft fairs. It's really fun to talk to people about knitting and spinning and you always meet some folks who are knitters so then you can you know, meet them on Ravelry and get chatting and stuff. And I really like meeting these folks in person and interacting. It's a great time. So I'm going to stop recording there because I've got a little bit left of nap time and I need to go finish picking up stitches along the bottom band of my Rhinebeck sweater before my son wakes up from his nap so that I can keep working on it this afternoon and this evening at Karate while my son is awake. So I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. See you at Rhinebeck. Come say hello if you're there. Keep those legs and needles moving. Bye-bye. <laughs>